on November 13th, 2023, day one of Learned League, we learned of an ultramarine performance art ensemble, which has been resident off-Broadway in New York since 1991. I'm Ben Rothenberg, and I later learned more about ultramarine, the very blue blue in the clue, and how it gets on the very blue faces of the Blue Man Group. This Blue Man Group question is pretty straightforward if you have heard of the Blue Man Group and know, or can solve, that ultramarine is a shade of blue, which might seem obvious from its name. Ultramarine kind of sounds like very waterish, right? But the etymology is actually sort of different. According to the online etymology dictionary, ultramarine meant beyond the sea, because the mineral the pigment was made with, lapis lazuli, was imported from Asia. Lapis lazuli was primarily mined in northern Afghanistan for use by European artists. The blue pigment traveled west along the Silk Road until it reached Syria, where it was then boated to Venice. Even once there, it was complicated and time-consuming to extract the blue pigment flecks from the stone. Ultramarine as a pigment was hella expensive, more expensive than gold, and was tightly rationed in the medieval and renaissance times. It was provided and underwritten by wealthy patrons of the arts. It's why you don't see big blue sweeping skies on many paintings back then. Like, think of how the sky behind the Mona Lisa is all greenish, right? When blue was used in special occasions by painters, it was most often used in very strategic, special, sacred areas, most notably on the Virgin Mary's blue garb. By the 19th century, there was a great urgency to find cheaper, easier sources of blue. The UK's Royal College of Art offered a prize for synthetic ultramarine, and the French government offered one as well. That French prize was won by French chemist Jean-Baptiste Guimet in 1826. His combination of clay, soda, charcoal, quartz, and sulfur soon gained popularity. French ultramarine, as Guimet's formula was known, became the standard used by artists such as Claude Monet in his Water Lilies paintings. That French ultramarine remains one of the most popular blues with painters still nearly two centuries later. Now let's skip ahead about 160 years to when the drumming dudes in New York started slathering the now much cheaper blue stuff all over their heads. Instead of asking why, which is a more obvious question, let's answer how they do it. One thing you'll notice when looking closely at the photos of the Blue Man Group, which I had never done before today, is that their ears are covered up by latex bald caps, which has to be a huge help because, my God, would getting the paint out of your ears on a daily basis be a pain. So because they wear shirts with high collars and blue gloves, they're only painting the fronts of their heads. But still, even taking those measures, it's quite an ordeal gluing down the ball cap so it's tight to the head and covering yourself with all that paint so thoroughly and thickly. Even with a second person helping, it takes about 45 minutes for a blue man to get into his makeup. Total coverage of this one color across the entire face, including lips, eyelids, eyelashes, all blue. For their signature hue and shine, the Blue Man Group uses a blue grease paint made by the makeup company Maron. Maron also sells a, quote, blue character makeup kit for amateurs to use. and only goes for about $25. In the blue character makeup kit, you get a flesh-colored latex ball cap, an eighth of an ounce of spirit gum adhesive, one ounce of spirit gum remover, one and a quarter ounces of grease foundation in blue, a quarter ounce of blue color set powder, a powder puff, two latex wedge sponges, an ounce of barrier spray, a makeup remover pad, and detailed instructions. Maron does disclaim, however, that this is not the exact same paint that the Blue Man Group itself uses. That elusive Blue Man Group caliber stuff is not available to the public. You probably can't even find it in a mine in Afghanistan. 
Thank you for listening to I Later Learned. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe. We're already on all the big podcast distribution sites like Apple and Spotify. We're also on Twitter at I Later Learned. And you can email the show at ilaterlearned at gmail.com. Until tomorrow, here's to learning. Mm-hmm.